everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Comic Bookies Podcast. Episode 146 is here. Thank you so much for joining us, watching on YouTube right now, or listening wherever you get your fabulous podcasts. We have more news, more sports, more comics, everything to talk about in the worlds of sports and comics. Let's get into this collision course, shall we? In the comic book section, we have plenty of books to get into, plenty of new books to talk about from your comic book stores, and especially ours, Treasure Island. Uh, in news... Elden Ring has sold a crap ton of copies. We have trailers to talk about, including Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan Kenobi, and The Batman dominates at the box office for a second straight week. We will give you a non-spoiler review of this movie. And over in sports, March Madness is happening. NFL news, you know, we have some trades and some big pickups. MLB season is happening. The Champions League round of 16 is over, and NASCAR is in Atlanta this week. So strap in. And let's go to for episode 146 of the Comic Bookies podcast. And as the music fades, fading in is Mark, Sean, and Mike for the Comic Bookies podcast episode 146. Thank you all so much for supporting us, joining us live, listening wherever you listen to. Thank you so much for all the support. We are brought to you by, like always, every single week, Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Austin, 316, 2022 is new comic book day, so go out there, start your pull list, get anything new, old. You know, you can go into the shop every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. He can mail you your books. You do curbside any way you can get your books he can deliver gentlemen especially sean sean you were gone last week welcome uh thank you for joining us again uh glad to have you back mark how are you guys doing what's up what's up doing good bro just uh, busy man i've been busy we just you know had a little bit of a move you know mm-hmm. still got the whole uh newborn fever with Kaysen, so just a lot of life things happening over the past couple of months but no things are good definitely happy to be back this is the stress reliever to hang out with the guys, talk sports and comics. So I definitely could be a lot worse. Really happy right now. Nice, nice. Mark, how's it going, brother? What's up, man? Nice to have you back, Sean. Brasi, we're all back, uh, ready to deliver 146 for all the fans out there. And uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff. I've been busy as well. And, uh, you know, going to get even busier here with the uh, tourney time starting up. So That's right. We'll see, man, but uh, pretty good time in sports. Uh, we got a big name returning out of retirement, and we'll get into that. But other than that, man, uh, just looking for peace in this world and just uh, hoping that everything out there in the Europe and stuff, you know, calms down eventually, still continuing on. But, uh, you know, we'll see, man, but excited to be here, excited to share my ideas of comics and entertainment alike with you guys and uh watch the batman and finally so maybe yes, we'll get into that no spoilers though we got one a guy still not hasn't <laughs> seen it but um yeah fun stuff man how are you guys uh doing pretty well starting the work week tomorrow so it's it's good but you know it's cool that i get to finally have that position to where like, like, you know, like for years and years and years trying to watch those first round games was always tough. You know, I'd be on my phone or on the radio and I would just try to like, you know, set up your phone right there and just try to go to each and every channel. But now I actually get to like be at home if I'm not sleeping, watching some of those games. So it's going to be, you know, interesting to, to be able to get to experience that, you know, for, I mean, even though I haven't really paid attention at all, all season, I'm not sure how any of us, how much we've been paying attention. So, but just to, 
you know, the tourney fever, it always, you know, heats up. I have no idea who these teams are. I mean, I know who the teams are, but I have no idea who any of these players are. And I don't know who won their conference tournaments, what seeds they are, but it's just fun to turn on a game and, you know, these buzzer beaters and, oh, did you see that game? Did you see this 14 beat this three? You know, it's stuff like that. So it's awesome. One of the best times of the year. I mean, the only thing missing is us going to Vegas. That one time we went for Mark's bachelor party just so happened to be during March Madness. I will say that was single-handedly one of the All best right. experiences I've ever had. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, haven't watched too much of it either. But, mm, you know, when you watch the conference tournaments and whatnot, you kind of it's kind of what you need to really get yourself back in gear. You kind of get it you know, accustomed to some of the players. If you watch a couple of those games, you know, just uh, kind of busy with everything going on in the winter and, you know, just dealing with all the NFL and the college football gambling and whatnot. But, um, you know, hopefully I'm ready for it and uh, <laughs> can make a little bit of money. So made a little bit of money last week in the conference tournaments. So hopefully uh, maybe have a little bit of plays for the fans later, something that I might like. You know what? I might jump in with you because if you're confident in making money, Mark, I might need a little coin soon because my check engine light came on on the Scion. Oh, man. No. I mean, it's, it's 194,000 miles. I've, I mean, you know, like my wife told me yesterday, she goes, you know, I've been planning for this for like years and years, right? Like, you know, that it was eventually going to happen. Like, I don't know why you're surprised. So I hope it's something big. I was driving to work on Saturday and I got almost to the freeway and, and the, it, the check engine light came on. So I pulled over. I'm like, hmm, let me just turn off the car, wait a few minutes, check everything under the hood, make sure everything's fine. I had enough oil, all the good, you know, gas, of course, everything's good. And then turn it back on and it stayed on again. So I'm like, ah, so I, I flipped a U-turn took the truck to work. So yeah, hopefully I don't get bad news when I take it into the shop next week. Uh, or I might be riding the free bus to work for a while, you know, but, uh, yeah, we'll I thought see. you were going to say you needed a little bit of more coin cause of how damn expensive gas is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, well that too, especially if I have to take the truck to work this week, you know, but, um, if I get really, really bad news, then I might just, you know, if I, if if these costs are gonna you know like Sean knows I I had the truck for years and years you know when I had like, something every three or four or five months happening and it was like five hundred here a thousand there it's like I'm actually like now in the hole as far as getting any kind of money back so you know that car is probably worth a couple thousand three four thousand or whatever like right now so especially in this market I see some of these cars going for like an ungodly amount Overpriced, of money bro oh yeah I saw I saw a uh, 2000 something like a 2003 or 2005 or something um excursion you know the one that's like bigger than a ford expedition oh, yeah. it went it went at an auction for over a hundred thousand dollars yeah yeah over a hundred thousand dollars i'm like what we we're talking about it at work and so like my boss pulls up like all of our cars i was like hey I pull up a 2007 scion tc and he pulls it up and it's uh it was like 4500 bucks or whatever so i was like oh god i'm even in the market where all these janky cars are going for tens of thousands of dollars more than what they are, should be worth, even, you know, my car is still the, you know, lowly piece of crap that's just going for a couple thousand. So hopefully I don't get bad news. Hopefully it's just like a, you know, spark plug or something. But I mean, I checked those a few months ago. I don't know. I don't Probably know. an O2 sensor, brother. I sure, I sure as hell hope so. My, my coworker actually is bringing me his uh, computer, little reader, right, uh, tomorrow, nice. so so I so I can actually check it out and see what it actually is before see I even take damages. it. Damages. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyways, on to some some better news, some good news. Let's get into the comic books this week. So starting out in comics, we have DC uh, coming out tomorrow. We have Detective Comics ten fifty seven. I believe this is the final 
um, issue of this weekly long issue. It's been what twelve weeks, I think, Mark, of uh, back to back to back to back. So finally, getting an end to this story. Nightwing number ninety is also out. The Flash seven hundred and eighty. Almost close to that 800 issue mark. Wonder Woman 785, even closer to 800. Justice League 74, that story is actually wrapping up pretty, pretty soon. I think it's going to be going into something different. Justice League, I, think, I believe 75 is it for that uh, story. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 92, Avengers 54, X-Lives of Wolverine number 5, Carnage number 1, and The Marvels number 9 is coming out for Marvel this week. Uh, Image gives us King Spawn number eight, the Silver Coin ten, Rain number three, a new story, two new stories, the Slumber number one, and coming out of Stillwater, we have a side story called The Escape number one comes out tomorrow. Boom Studios gives us Basilisk number eight and Power Rangers seventeen, and AWA gives us the Crimson Cage number four. So, gentlemen, uh, as far as what I read, I read everything up to uh, February 23rd. So whatever you guys got for this week, whatever you guys want to talk about from that week or anything that you read over the last couple weeks. Sean, why don't you start us off? Uh, Well, my man, you know, certain books I do have to read out of order just I like them so much. I was telling uh, you guys over the text, definitely like The Joker. I read that. I know something we all read. I'm sure you haven't read it, Mike's. It did just come out last week. Uh, the Punisher number one, this new little story. I am actually really liking it. It's barely the first one. The writer, uh, Jason Aaron, artist Jesus Saiz. Yeah, bro, it's badass. Kind of digging into that a little bit. Typical Punisher, just very gruesome images of him just dicing and slicing. And he's kind of like the judge jury. There's like a ninja society type that kind of doesn't take them captive but kind of like pretty much like recruits them to a degree as like their leader and he's mm-hmm. kind of just the judge and jury of like all bad people like they'll collect groups of people that are murderers rapists and the punisher pretty much handles their punishment which is usually just with the machete slicing their heads off so he's he's judge jury and executioner then huh yeah and it's funny because execution part they said oh we'll handle it he goes oh no i'll be the one to take care of them you just round them oh. up so no, okay. it, it's really good. Artists were really good. And no, I just, I don't know. Punisher's been one of my favorite characters. I know we read those ones that Forrest let you mm-hmm. borrow. Yeah. Mark, are you up to date? Uh, Action Comics 1040? Uh, I am. That one, I mean, this one is, it's, it's a book that normally I'd be like, eh, it's kind of like out there, you know, because it's on a different world. You know, kind of like a Green Lantern story where where that one from Grant Morrison I wasn't huge into. But this one, this one still is, is piquing my interest for sure, man. What do you think about it? Uh, you know, it was all right. Um, like I've been talking about with action, I feel like the story's decent. Um, not the best, but mm-hmm. um, it was all right. Um, did you read the Joker, actually? Not 13. Not 13. Okay. God, I was yeah, going to 13. It seems like to me, in my opinion, that um, I think Tynion is, you know, obviously it ends at 14. I feel like um, he's kind of trying to get through it kind of quick. I don't know if Sean feels that way. He read it. But I mean, pretty good story. Um, you know, I just mm, okay. I wish it would have kept going. But at this point, um, I just think that it's, you know, it's kind of dragging on. If it's going to end, end it. You know, I, I, I wish that. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point with the whole Gordon thing, I felt like it's just been a lot of Gordon going on. But, um, you know, it's a decent book. Um, 
I've, I feel like I'm so far ahead of you guys. I've gotten up to 1055 on Detective. You guys have not, I believe. You guys are up to 53. I just read 54, but because Sean's only at 53. 53. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, so I'm only one behind you. So, um, but, yeah, what did no, you I, think about that? I, what do you guys I, I think th- about Detective in general? I mean, Detective in general is cool. You know, I, I don't know if you guys have ever have ever read a story with Psycho Pirate in it. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so how do you guys like that, you know, story? You know, he seems like he's kind of all powerful. He seems like he's a little bit too powerful. I was just going to say that he controls until, anything, until he, bro. Until he gets sleepy, you know? Yeah, he can control like until anything with like Nightwing. You're weak. You're tired. And you're calm. can't do anything. You're yeah. done. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I don't know if they find, you know, his kryptonite, you know, Psycho Pirates. I don't know if they, how, how they best him in the ne- in the upcoming issues. I don't know if Mark has seen that already, but we will find out in the coming weeks. Well, when you get to 1055, um, can I have a little plot twist? So. Oh, OK. So that's good. It's kind of setting up the last the final two issues. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, we'll just say um, someone returns <gasps> and it's not who you think. Oh, oh, man. I mean, we are uh, behind on those two. So, so, so actually if you read up to 1055, you're actually caught up because what we have, we were supposed to get 1056 last week and we're not getting it until tomorrow. And then 1057 is what probably next week, I assume. So we'll see, uh, finish this. Yeah. Finish this four issue miniseries from, uh, aftershock cross to bear kind of Jack the Ripper slash. We find out it's kind of a vampire story. Pretty cool. I'm going to guess that every single writer and artist on this book is from Croatia. Marko Stajonovic, uh, Sinisa Banovic, Aljosha Tomic. That those are three different names. So <laughs> that's that's definitely Croatian written all over it, you know. Um, but it's actually actually a pretty good story. Actually, the first I, I would actually say the first two issues were like, eh, you know, it's only four issues. I guess I'll stick to it. But the final two issues like really brought me in. And of course, like uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, you know, I had, had me begging for more. So I'm like, ah, of course, of course, it's the last issue. That's the best. Um, did you ever watch uh, Legion, that FX show kind of based off the um, X-Men? It was like an X-Men off show. And it was like some trippy, like drug induced show. It seemed like this issue of let me see if you see it. This issue of the Department of Truth, if you can see the cover, no, oh, oh come no, on, your back, your background effects kind of killing it. So. I know, right? So, anyways, the Department of Truth number sixteen. It was a pretty good issue, but it felt like it was just I was on like an acid trip the whole time. It was super weird. Everything was just like molding and meshing, like you know. But it, it was pretty cool. Um, and that's all I have. A book I'm that I read that I thought ahead. uh image. I thought. uh yeah, I, I sent you guys the pictures. Pretty cool. I, I thought it was going to be actually longer, like four, uh, like five or six issues, but it actually ended at four. Just mm-hmm. finished reading it, and that was Mark Millar's King of Spies. Really, really oh, good yeah. story. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, pretty much, you know, I mentioned it before, but the guy that he's a spy and, you know, kind of like an assassin. And, you know, he finds out he has cancer. He only has a certain time to live. And he basically wants to go out and, like, kill all these, you know, 
get erase all these scumbags that like before he passes away, all these dudes that he know has like done dirt. And um, you kind of learn a lot really in this last episode or last issue, issue number four. And his son like holds a grudge against him. He never would show up. And, you know, he was always out doing his crime fighting detective type work, assassin type stuff. So his son is actually trying to find him. And it comes to like this whole plot twist at the end that he's saying, you know, I, I'm I'm going to save the last big ma- like I'm going to, you know, like in a video game. Right. You get to the master. You want to save the biggest kill for the end. And then pretty much, you know, the whole plot twist is that, you know, it's him. He's hated. He hates it within himself. You know, mm-hmm. I think he can't live with the fact that he's, you know, murdered so many people and done dirt in his life and just basically not been able to be the father to his son and just like played all types of women and had kids that he's never really been really talked to and met. So I think like at the end of his life, you know, he kind of just feels like a scumbag (laughs) pretty much, you know, dies and, you know, get killed and like leaves a note to his son, basically heartwarming note saying, you know, don't live the life that I lived, you know, go, go take care of your mom and, you know, enjoy life. And, you know, pretty much, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, it was like a great story with a great, you know, meaning to it at the end. And I actually really did enjoy it. I mentioned a lot that I might have to get off kind of like the, I mean, I I guess you can see what I'm really attracted to because a lot of these (laughs) books lately I've mentioned that I've been reading is like murder mysteries and whatnot, you know, so I might have to get off of those for a while. So maybe get into something else. But I mean, they're good, man. We all know that image delivers um, boom as well for like these smaller publishers. At this point, I don't even know how small we can, you know, really name them image celebrating 30 years. I got that little 30 year special edition, you know, issue. Uh, guy shows a bunch of their you know work from the past 30 years obviously and that was pretty cool but yeah man image delivers again king of spies obviously short for shit for issue story if you guys wanted mm-hmm. to check it out it's uh mark millar i'm a mateo uh, scalara on the art and uh really really good i really really enjoyed it something quick easy to read fun to read um kind of dirty a little uh uh <laughs> graphic if you will yeah showed mm-hmm. you guys and uh it's just uh fun stuff man it's fun stuff um just yeah just uh looking forward to anything else coming out from image and um just been kind of slacking on previews man i've been so busy sometimes i don't feel worry. like sometimes i feel <laughs> yeah sometimes i feel like that might be a good segment for our podcast in a way we can kind of go through previews one time and kind of talk about things that you saw, I saw, Sean saw that we might all be getting or that we might be liking, kind of give the fans a little bit of a preview of, you know, if they don't get previews, but there's something they could look forward to to like, you know, try to get just something I was just thinking about, give yeah. a little heads up. But there's just uh I didn't even flip through previews last month to tell you the truth, dude. It's just uh you told me have- well, the, not much. Yeah, not much. I I got more stuff for my son and my daughter as far as like the little golden books and stuff compared to like what I would get for myself. There, I got like one DC short story. I, I ended up kind of feeling bad that I was going to get absolutely nothing. So I got that Batman Fortress one. It's like an eight issue miniseries and maybe one thing from the regular previews, but nothing from Marvel. And uh, and then I got like two golden books for my one for my son, one for my daughter and then another issue. I was actually, I, I was almost, I was this close. I, I was almost going to start, like, add to, like, the actual pull list. It was uh, from IDW. It was, like, a brand new uh, 
my little pony story. <laughs> it was like my oh, little really? pony, like, like number one, I was going to pull it for my daughter and kind of like, you know, that's one of our bedtime stories, you know, just like read her an issue like every week or every, you know, like once a month, whenever it comes out. But yeah, I mean, specifically, specifically talking about this month, you're not missing much in the previews. I would say two months ago, I got, you know, a good six, you know, stories, but this month, nothing. Actually the highlight of my comic book week last week, I'm at work and one of like the top, you know, like one of the managers for the other shift, you know, we're going home on one of the, the mornings they're coming in and they're talking about some, uh, anime movie but like live action they made some anime into a live action movie for netflix and he's saying you know you know i've always wanted to read something too because you know it's just him and his wife his his kids are out of the house or at least in college or whatever he's like yeah i've been wanting to like read something i was like what are you into tom and he goes well i like all the gory stuff i like slasher movies i like you know vampires and werewolves and just stuff that goes bump in the night right i'm like well i uh I have a few stories that, you know, are like kind of like horror stuff. But I mean, if you like zombies, I mean, you know, I have the first 16 volumes of Walking Dead. So I'm proud to say that tomorrow when I go into work, I'm going to give him the first volume of of, uh, you know, of the Walking Dead. It's like the first six issues. So that's pretty cool to like, you know, spread the love, you know, spread it, just make new comic book, you know, readers out of everyone. So it doesn't matter if you're six years old or, you know, his age, which he's probably around 60 years old. So. Yeah, pretty cool. That's probably the highlight of my comic book week. <laughs> the real question is how many of your employees are watching the comic bookies podcast? Well, I didn't mass, you know, I, I don't want to be like that annoying douche and just go around to every cubicle and drop a flyer. But um, a couple of people have asked me about it. And actually one person down on the floor, I think I mentioned this like a month ago, one person down on the floor was like, hey, yeah, you do a podcast. I was like, how do you know? He's like, oh, yeah, a couple of the guys over on the other lines, they actually um, like found you. And they're and they and they listen and watch every week. So I think at least like five people like just on our shift nice. listen and or watch. So yeah, so pretty cool. Uh, shoot, but that's pretty pretty much it for books. I told you guys I was pretty excited that this week I'm getting six, next week I'm getting six, and the following week I'm getting only four. So I'm hit, I'm hitting like a cold stretch of like that, that's a low stretch for you certainly. It is, it is. But watch that one previews that I did like two months ago where I got like six stories. Watch, it's all gonna come back and bite me in the ass. I'm gonna get like thirteen four straight weeks. Watch. <laughs> yeah. So you're talking about the previews, the one with the white cover that there's not much in it, Mike. Yeah, and, and then the one with um the, uh, the something of blood is the DC one where it's got a guy with dreads. Talk okay. about that one. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm talking about one. the latest one, like what, like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that one. Okay. So not much, huh? All right. Yeah, no, yeah, not much at all. So yeah, you're not Mitch. Uh, That's good. We much. need a little bit of a break, right? I think that there's been so much stuff coming out lately. Um, man, we've been getting swamped, like you said, like mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine a week. And I I think my I think next week I'm getting way less also. And you know, I feel kind of good about it actually because kind of letting you know that whole the winter months and kind of like spring cleaning if you will when it comes to the pull list right ones are things Mm -hmm. are ending i know what i'm going to keep getting from like dc my ongoing um i kind of want to revamp the pull list kind of like start fresh again just uh you know got a lot of stuff going on and just uh i want to make my reading like worthwhile not just uh you know just reading just for the hell of it 
kind of how I feel with Miles Morales sometimes. Just uh, oh no, <laughs> might have to pull that one, whatnot. I mean, drop that one, but uh, really gonna have to do some revamping definitely on the pull list. Fans, let us know if you're revamping your pull list. If you do it quarterly, let us know <laughs> when you do it. <laughs> I sure have revamped since I've been doing since I've been reading. I remember when I first walked into Treasure Island, man, I got like 15 different stories. They were all were the rebirth. They all were DC. And since then, man, I, I would say the majority, like over 50% is still DC, but get pl- I get a couple Marvel, some Image, some you know, some Boom Studios, Aftershock. We've gotten everything, Source Point Press, AWA. I'm very, very consistent with them on. So, yeah, I mean, and just kind of to end my spiel on the comic book section, um, I'm actually going to be at the shop next week. Ooh. Right when they open up next Wednesday, I have some bags, some boards, and a new box to get. So, don't really want to spend the money to have them shipped to me. So I like to make like the, you know, like monthly or bi-monthly trip, take my daughter, get her a few little, you know, DC superhero girls or whatever stories. So yeah, but 11 a.m. right when they open up shop, I'll be there down in Fremont. I might need to sneak out during my lunch hour. Go there. There you go. There you go. Nice. So let's get into some news, shall we? Some quick hitters. Uh, you guys throw anything out there uh, as far as, you know, news. But I, I kind of have a few uh, headlines from the past week. Elden Ring, I know... None of us have time right now to play video games. We barely have enough time to get our books in, you know, let alone do anything else for ourselves. Uh, but Elden Ring has sold 12 million copies. The only reason why I mention that is because, first of all, it was a headline. You know, and second of all, I know a few coworkers who actually are playing this game. Um, I'm pretty sure my cousin Matt's probably playing this game as well. He's he's into this t- uh, type of j- uh, genre. So um, I haven't heard that type of news in a long time as far as video games are, are you know, concerned. So... Yeah, Elden Ring. Don't know anything about it. Just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, let's see. What do I have? Did either of you watch the two new trailers that we have from Marvel slash Star Wars? We have the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Disney Plus show trailer. And we also have the Miss Marvel TV show trailer that just came out, I think, today, right? Today? Oh, yeah, I, th- I think it was yesterday, today. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So we have, uh, uh, again, Star Wars, Marvel, they're, they're not stopping. They're not stopping all the content, right? And the, but then we also, on the other hand, before we get into it, Sean, that Moon Knight. I think I read an article, or you guys sent it to me, or I forgot where I saw it. That Moon Knight will not be connected to this MCU. It's going to be so, uh, its own thing, yeah. Yeah. So, which is kind of weird to me. I mean, yeah, I guess you can do that. I mean, it'd be pretty cool, but at this point, when everything else is connected, why wouldn't you make it connected? And it's like, like just a short series, I believe, too, right? Just like six episodes. I yeah, mean, something like that. One season, too, I think. And you don't have to have Doctor Strange in it. You don't have to have other characters in it, but just be in that universe. Like uh, like Luke Cage, like one of those episodes, he talked about like the Hulk smashing a building like in his backyard. Like he mm-hmm. just kind of mentioned something like that. So that way, in the near future, you kind of leave it open to Moon Knight joining in another movie or something like that. I, I, I don't know why they would do that, why they would spend the money to have it, but then it's done. It's not. I don't know. It's weird to me. But what about like the Batman, right? Same thing. The movie that just came out, it doesn't really have a tie into the DC extended universe, right? It's kind that, of like it's That's own. very true. Yeah. I mean, I know that when they kind of went away from Snyder, when they got Matt Reeves to do this one, I knew that they weren't going to be connected at all, which is fine with me. They're already having two shows on HBO Max that are connected in the same world. So maybe they start from here especially since it's been so successful the first two weeks maybe they kind of grow off that success you know and i hope that you know 
Um, and, and there's also, there's always a chance, like, you know, if the flash does really well, if black Adam does really well, they can also join it in this universe too. Right. You don't have to, you know, they can even do if Aquaman two comes and then all of a sudden, boom, there's Robert Pattinson as Batman. You know, they can always do that. People are going to talk shit about it, but oh, well, I'm all for keeping it within, you know, the universe. But just because Ben Affleck is not Batman anymore, just because Robert Pattinson's now the new one doesn't mean that you can't mesh the two together. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it at all. More more conjoined, more, you know, converged, um, you know, IP. I'm all for it. I'm really interested to see, like, the direction they're going to go with the Flash. But even more so Black Adam, because all the characters that are going to be in that movie, that's me badass. Dude, Dr. Fate, Hawkman, like, every, that, that's going to be really cool. Because Black Adam, because that's easily, you can connect him and have him be, make Any a small appearance in Shazam 2. And some, something like that. If you ever want to do, like, a uh, Justice League Dark, he can always be in that, you know? Mm-hmm. They need to do. Oh my god! I was so mad that they that they messed up in the accounting in, in the accounting office of the Swamp Thing because that show was pretty cool. That one, you know, for DC Universe or whatever, they had the eight episode first season. Man, if they kind of grew off oh, of that yeah. and, and had like a horror movie or just continued it, man, just put some more money into it, that that had the 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 ingredients for a really good show. I, I honestly think that a lot of the DC Universe slash HBO Max shows are actually really good. I like Doom Patrol. I like um, I like uh, Titans. You know, I, I didn't watch the whole season, first season or two of the Harley Quinn cartoon show, but it was kind of my humor. You know, it was pretty funny. So, speaking of coming back, back to comic books real quick. Kind of upset. Just found out that Human Target, Tom King's offering, is actually going to be. Um, Push this and like they're breaking it up into two seasons. I guess they're gonna do like oh, six, lovely. and then the the last six is gonna be like in the fall. I'm like, what a hiatus, man. That's just, in my opinion, that's just too many months to take off. You know, so now, don't books, so books, hold off on issue five and six until the fall. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. read the first few and get then hold off. Yep. Don't read that last issue or last two issues until you get issue seven. I mean, I can see taking a hiatus two, three months, you know, but man, almost uh, the whole rest of the year till I get the human target again. It's almost kind of like how, like, what is this a show? I don't know, man. But <laughs> I know, right? They go like make their me... spring break or their winter break, right? Yeah, it's like making me wait for the Mayans, man. By the way, Mayans is coming <laughs> yes, back, sir. and they, uh, there's Shaw. There it is. The Mayans is coming back. So I'm almost done with 2021. I'm almost done with that five episode little crossover, the Armageddon for the Flash. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just finished episode four, nice. so that's it's pretty wild. They actually grew into like a pretty good little uh, crossover. I actually am digging it right now. You know, did you watch it, Sean? Oh yeah, I watched the crossover, and I actually watched the uh, episode one of the first season, the oh, uh, newest oh, season. Oh the, oh, the newest one. So is is that technically its own thing, or is it's it's part of season uh, or season eight, right? I think it might be part of season eight, but the first episode was kind of just well, something. Oh, OK. OK, cool. Well, I'm almost done with 2021 and then back into 2022. So I'll get snowfall. I'll start to, you know, do all that stuff. So, yeah, I can't wait. Snowfall dude. Snowfall's off to a good start. Oh, dude, can't wait. Um, So back to my actual original news. The Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. It was pretty dope. It's kind of set after it's kind of set after episode three, right? Like Darth Vader is already Darth Vader. You know, and it's and then, uh, and then Luke, Luke Skywalker is young. So it's before episode in between episode three and four. So it's not in the world of the Mandalorian. 
No. Because that's after episode six. I'm very excited, bro. When I seen that trailer, I think Laura posted it and I seen it. I was like, oh, yeah, yes. it's going to be good. It's going to be a fire. And then this one. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's funny you brought that up because I know I seen uh, news that they actually were going to do, I believe, Darth Maul. And then they decided to cut him and have uh, Darth mm-hmm. Vader be in the show. So, yeah, a little something. I was like, oh, that actually would have been pretty cool with Darth Maul. I really like him as a character, but you almost need Darth Vader. I know, but like Obi-Wan Kenobi killed Darth Maul in episode one. That'd be like a cool like redemption story. Yeah. Right? And like I, I don't, I never watched the cartoons. But how did he come back? Did, did isn't like his bottom half like all robot or something? Like how does he come back to life? I forget. Uh, if if someone's in the chat right those. now or whatever, you can let us know. But I forgot how they kind of brought back Darth Maul into the um, cartoons. I kind of thought that they brought him back because like they saved his top half of his body and like made the bottom half like you know like cyborg. And I forget. Mm-hmm. There's a way to find out. <laughs> well, while Sean's figuring that out, uh, we want to say goodbye to if you're watching live on YouTube right now, which, by the way, we thank you so much for watching. Please uh, subscribe to the uh, channel. Uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, another one bites the dust. And it was actually hey, Chico. A, an unfortunate incident. He was just having hip surgery and one of those things where, you know, you never know. And he had complications. Is that what happened? He had, he had complications. Blood from, yeah, from hip surgery and he died that way. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow! That I just read, and then it went. He had uh, three heart attacks throughout that night of his surgery, and oh my god! Yeah, bro, it's freaking wild. You think it's? You think it has anything to do with you know, Mike shaking his head? Yes. He already Stero- knew- steroid use. Yeah, well, he, I, he had a terrible substance abuse also. I mean, He's a yeah, big alcoholic. Because that's actually a funny story because my mom actually just got hip surgery a month ago and, you know, she has MS and whatnot. So she was like really, really worried. Doctor at first was saying that, you know, it could be kind of risky. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, mom, you're going to be fine. You know, it's just freaking hip surgery, you know, like mm-hmm. go in there, cut it, whatever. You never know, on. though, man. Yeah, I know. You never know. And like she was like kind of like scared and whatnot. And I was like, ah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I. I didn't know how Mr. Hall like passed away. That's crazy, getting hip surgery, huh? I'm glad you guys told me that. I had no idea. I mean, yeah, I, I, at first I was thinking, I'm like, oh, it had to have been something, maybe steroid use and whatnot. You know, that stuff catches up to you later in life. But man, three heart attacks, blood clots during surgery, man, just uh, sucks, dude. Um, Mr. Scott Hall. I thought his name was Ramon. Why do you have a name Razor Ramon if your name is Scott Hall? It could have uh, was it because Scotty Too Hotty was already taken or what? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Sky Too Hotty wasn't taken yet, but it ended up being taken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think I think they all. I mean, what's the Undertaker's name? You know, it's like something. You know, yeah, like but his name's the, the Undertaker. Like, but, but Razor Ramon, Razor but like Ramon. Razor, but Razor Ramon had to be like it could be Razor Scott. <laughs> Razor well, Hall I, had, 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 I thought his name, I thought his name would have Steve Williams, isn't it? I thought Steve. his name would have been Razor Ram- or Ramon, man. Sorry. I mean, he looks I mean, like a he could he could pass for a Ramon, right? I think that's why he did that cuz that's what his, you know, his personality was, right? His character, Razor, hey yo chico, you know Ramon like, "Hey yo, my name is Scott." I don't think that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he became Scott Hall when he went to WCW, right? And then he, because yes. I bet you WWE, I bet you WWF at the time kind of had rights to that name. It was Razor just like uh, Diesel, Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, you know, 
<laughs> but I mean, I know we don't really yeah. watch it nowadays, but I guess wrestling is making a comeback. They get good viewership, man. Their numbers oh, are yeah, pretty they're good. Consistent, bro. Yeah, they're. I mean, you get Brock Lesnar to come back. You get Stone Cold Steve Austin to come back. I mean, The Rock has made a, f- a few appearances, of course. You know, actually, my wife watches it more than I do because she's always like, "Oh, I want to watch like the uh, the the Hall of Fame things." And then they're also going to have, you know, one of the pay per views is on Peacock, right? Like Royal Rumble or something. So I was like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, I you got to you got to admit wrestling, man, as much as people want to say it's fake and whatnot. But I mean, wrestling does great for entertainment. Some of the damn memes we throw at each other on the daily has it comes from, you know, comes yes. from wrestling. And Goldie. Just, what's that one? Or what, what was that one? It said, uh, if wrestling is fake, explain this to me. Right. And it's like the oh, dude, it's naked, and the dude like, like doing flips and stuff and cartwheels. Yeah. Hilarious, dude. I mean, at the end of the day, it's entertainment. That's where they're what's what we came for. Right. Are you not entertained? I mean, wrestling kind of entertaining, man. It's just I uh, mean, not now. <laughs> wrestling is not entertaining. No, no. Yes, I have. Okay. It's not entertaining to me anymore. It's 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 still overly fake to me. No, I know. It's when still I, really when but I was a kid, still- it was like, oh, dude, you know, there are certain times where it's like, OK, you just got thrown off hell in a cell. Right. That Undertaker versus Mankind match. Yeah. Of course, you're like, holy shit. But like just a regular one on one match does not entertain me anymore. Well, they have a, more females in it, too. I think that's pretty good. It's funny. It's just I mean, I watched it. Just, I've the wa- storylines, bro, the best. Dude, they have like the, what is it, the <laughs> Friday night smackdown. Sometimes I'll just be sitting around and I'll turn it on just for some shits and giggles. And it's like, I mean, yeah. still, it, I mean you I'm know what, gonna... though? They don't have the Godfather anymore. They don't have Val Venus anymore. They got rid of all of that. So I saw I knew it went bad, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm like a, you know, weekly watcher, but it's it's a good laugh every once in a while. Oh, man, man. I I just remember, dude, you can you can take me back to so many different like just the Vince McMahon and Stone Cold, you know, that saga and then Booker T and Cole does. That's the best, dude. The five time champ right there. And then even the invasion. Remember the invasion? When WCW and ECW invaded the WWE, you know, that was one of the best times ever of our watching career. You know, when Kurt Angle and all those guys came in, Chris Jericho, like, so, like years after, we wouldn't have had those great times if it wasn't for that invasion, right? Oh yeah, basically, you have, you have everything T. out. Hey, you wouldn't have Booker T and Goldust. You wouldn't have those tremendous, hey. you know, Booker. You know, you wouldn't have that. I'm crazy Mike <laughs> you wouldn't have that if it wasn't for the invasion so uh, and then finally Mark I know you can kind of build off of this news but the Batman 66 million dollars again over the weekend still atop the box office myself and you did go watch the movie we can give a few non-spoiler um, you know reviews of it I thoroughly enjoyed it it totally exceeded expectations. You know, I usually go into a Batman movie or at least a DC movie with high expectations. I didn't with this one because all I can in the back of my head, all I thought about was my dad making fun of it because, oh, you got the sparkly vampire is Batman, you know, freaking Edward from, you know, from whatever the hell movie that is. Um, from Twilight. But yeah, so it was re- it was really good movie. Loved Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, Zoe Kravitz was a great Catwoman. Um, kind of reminded me of like the current Catwoman that we have. Am I Holly am Berry? I right? No, no, no. In the comic books, <laughs> she kind of gave me that Holly Berry look with the short hair. I'm like, eh, huh, okay. Kinda Holly Berry similar. from the Flintstones. Oh. 
<laughs> Flintstones, okay. Halle I'm going to have to start Flintstones. Huh? Halle Berry from the Flintstones. You oh, remember yeah, that. Come yeah, on. I remember that. But, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't thinking of that one, but sure, yeah. But um, what, what did you ask me? No, no I, no, I said, like, didn't that Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz, is kind of remind you of the Catwoman that we have now in the comic books? Mm. A little bit. You mean in Batman, Catwoman, or... Or just, uh, I think it's all, you know? I think the Catwoman that we have, you know, if you're talking about recently in modern days in Batman Catwoman, it's the same as the one that's in Batman, or the same as the one that's in the current Catwoman story. I just kind of got that, like those kinds of vibes, right? Where she's kind of, she's really into Batman, but then she pulls herself away. It's kind of like Catwoman, yeah, you know, because it's totally different than Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in Batman Returns. I don't think I ever saw the Halle Berry Catwoman, but I'm pretty sure it's probably different from her too. Uh, Colin Farrell played an outstanding penguin. I can't wait for, I'm so glad that that his own show on HBO max got greenlit. It's going to be a great show. Uh, I forgot his, his, his name escapes me, but the guy who played, uh, the Riddler was good. Yeah. It was, uh, um, it was kind Riddler. of, a, it, was, it starts it with was, an H or something. Eight, uh, man, I John, Tutur- it. John Turturro played a great, uh, Mr. Falcone, you know, Falcone, Car- nice. Carmine Falcone, you yes. know, had all those characters. So it's a really, really good story. Um, the when they unveiled the Batmobile for the first time, remember people were shitting on it because it's like, oh yeah, it's just like a souped up like you know Camaro or Mustang or whatever, like a muscle car. It was pretty cool. And the chase scene that we see in the trailer with the penguin, that was awesome. Such a badass uh, you know, scene. But no, I would put it, I put it right under the Dark Knight, like right under it, but above all the other ones. My wife actually puts it as her favorite Batman movie. Really? So, why? Nice. Why? Um, she said that the fighting was more natural in the Batman. Like everything, like it looked like an actual, like a fight scene that you would see in real life. Whereas Christian Bale is kind of stiff where he's like, <clears throat> or, or, you know, something like that. Like it was way more fluid. You know, when he gets someone down, he's just beating the shit out, you know, Mark in the scenes where he's like one, two, three, you know, it's just, it just seems more fluid and way better choreographed in the Batman compared to the other ones. So that's one of the reasons why. You know, I think that the Riddler was a damn good villain, dude. I really enjoyed this, Spooky, you know, so. huh? Spooky as hell. Like I texted you, dude, man. it was great, dude. The vil- I mean, it gave me Joker vibes, but just, you know, just different with this like damn little riddles and like the mm-hmm. little story that this plot takes you on where you're like thinking, you know, I love the beginning. I told you the whole like right when they started it off and it's like, you know, he says that line. What is a what? what is it? What is a what is a liar? What does yeah, a liar he, do when he's dead? Yeah. What does a liar do when he's dead? And it's just uh, I mean, it was him. great. But I think, you know, at this point. After seeing how good the Batman is and how good Dark Knight is, I'm going to have to start saying that I think what's making these Batman movies as good as they are, are these villains, bro. I mean, we have that, you know, uh, what's his name? Damn it. I can't, um, the Joker. Heath Ledger. Name? Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I think that that's probably why that's most people's favorite Batman movie. And now we probably. get the Riddler. Huh? Mm-hmm. Probably. That's probably the reason why they the say Riddler. this movie is not because of the Batman. It's because, uh, you yeah. know what? I like Michael Keaton, but I really like Jack Nicholson. I really like Danny DeVito as the Penguin. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. 
Like Val Kilmer was cool, but I really like Tommy Batman Lee Jones. Has, as Batman has the best villains easily. I yeah. just think that um, I think that Batman, whether it's Bale or you know, I think that in the movies we get kind of a it's just kind of bland in my opinion. You know, we it's like kind of like he's quiet. He's, you know, I like the old detective work that Pattinson is doing in this one. And, you know, I just think that I think that the villains is what making these movies, honestly, you know, it's just because these two are probably like I said, I'd say that. Yeah, it's probably right below the white or the, the white knight thinking about freaking Sean Murphy. Um, <laughs> it's right. It's right below the dark knight for me. And just like you, man, I uh, man. But yeah, Riddler, this Riddler is definitely probably my second favorite villain you know and and it i don't even know i mean obviously heath ledger played a better you know acted better but you're right the acting in this movie was pretty damn good but just like this the riddler and how it's like the whole like um detective type and like well if i can put it yeah if if i can put it into context sean there's actually articles about this it's not like spoiling anything matt reeves loosely based his riddler character off of the zodiac killer so if you're familiar with the zodiac killer and the movie and everything of how how cryptic it was and how you know it it became like a mouse chick you know or like a like a manhunt and then just kind of all the the little riddler right all the ciphers and everything they had to figure out and stuff it's really like that it's really cool but makes it spooky at the same time you know and all the um like the little notes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I the mean, part, the part with Alfred, you know, when he got like, I knew that part was, I knew it was coming. I uh, was like thinking in my head, I'm like, no, 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 get back, get back. And I'm mm-hmm. trying not to spoil it for Sean, but man, it, I mean, that. but like if you, if you go through all the characters, good Batman, a good Catwoman, a good penguin, a good Riddler, a good Jim Gordon, a good Alfred, a good Falcone, like all the characters that we see in this movie that we say like, okay, cool. I've seen them in other movies or in a lot of comic books. They played a pretty damn good character. Like these actors, it was, it was a well put together movie. The music was really like slow and dark and eerie and stuff. And it just felt it went right with the movie. It was, it was an awesome, it was an awesome movie. It was well worth the wait of all the, the COVID, uh, you know, delays. I'm glad I went and saw it in the theaters too. If you can see it as one of the big Dolby, you know, uh, sounds, you know, the theater, Sean, go see it there. Spent a couple um, extra dollars on that. It's good. Definitely going to be working to watch that movie ASAP for sure. Yeah. So ending that we're going to have, as soon as Sean watches it, we're all, all three of us are going to come back and we're going to dedicate a whole 45 Ooh. minute comic book section Excited. to reviewing this movie. So going to be awesome. So that is it for comic books and the comic book news. Uh, let's get into sports. So, as we get into sports, let's go ahead and shift gears, and we'll tell you that. Uh, thank everyone so far for watching. Um, Aaron, yo yo, what's up? What's we'll up, Aaron? Thank you so dog. much for joining the show. Thank you so much for joining the chat. Um, this is the Common Boogies Podcast, episode one forty six. You can find us on all social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Common Boogies. If you ever want to email us, we are the Common Boogies at gmail So thank you very much for the support. Uh, okay, guys, sports got plenty to get into. What would you like to start with? I guess we can kind of build on the conversation at the beginning of the episode and go to March Madness. So um, let's go. Who's going to win? <laughs> Arizona, Gonzaga, Duke. Like who? Who's winning this year? Who's everyone got their money on? No, why not Gonzaga? You know, they made the finals last year, but they played that super dog, tough Baylor team. But Gonzaga, they they good. They good. I'm like you guys, you know, I 
conference tournaments where you start like peeking, start seeing some <laughs> updates, start seeing right. stuff. But one team you can always be sure that's going to be there is Gonzaga. And I mean, they're really, really good. They're always good. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's uh, pick Gonzaga. I'm very happy that USF did make it. University of San Francisco is pretty badass. They made the tournament first time in a long time. Nice. Will Chamberlain. Will, man. So, that's pretty cool. They they're oh, a ten seed playing Murray Murray Murray, uh, Murray State. State. Yeah. So you got your number ones in Baylor in the East Region, Kansas in the Midwest as your number one. They're saying that oh, that's Kansas. probably Ooh. one of the easiest uh, uh, brackets for them. And you know you got Arizona in the South. You got Gonzaga in the West. Um, the national championship is going to be played on April fourth in New Orleans. I don't know, man. I think that Gonzaga, as good as they are, are they going to get back? I can say possibly. I just think that we have pretty good teams this year. I like what I'm seeing out of Arizona. Honestly, they um, they were down to the they were down to UCLA in the final for the Pac-12. They ended up coming back and beating UCLA pretty convincingly. I think by six, seven, or six or eight points or something like that. Duke is one of those teams. They're a two seed. I think that they're overrated. They, um, I don't know. My buddy, my buddy actually likes them a little bit more than I do. I just, you know, I think that they might not. I mean, your brother was even saying this, Mike, that he doesn't know if they're even going to make the Sweet 16. That's hard to say, especially with Mike Krzyzewski's last year of coaching. I'd like to think that they would at least make the Sweet 16, right? Um, but, I mean, I don't know. This team, Michigan, they're 11 seed. They haven't been faring too well. Uh, Tennessee, they are really good. They play really good defense. They're a third seed out there in that uh, south region as well. Um, I don't know, man. I just think that I think it's going to probably come down to an Arizona, a Kentucky. I mean, you know, I like UCLA. But just some of these teams, I think that there's going to be a lot of teams that advance. You know, obviously, I'd like to see the Bay Area teams do pretty good. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that advance kind of far. But I think when we get to the, you know, meat and potatoes of this tournament, I think it's going to be kind of chalky, man. I like Arkansas. They got um, the old coach from Nevada, Musselman. And I think mm-hmm. that Arkansas is a pretty damn good team, you know, over there playing in the SEC. That's had great teams. Auburn was number one this year at one point. Um, obviously, I mentioned Tennessee. Um, Alabama's a sixth seed here in the West region. They're no joke either. But mm, I don't know. I, I really like Houston also in the ACC. They play a pretty good defense. And, you know, they won their conference tournament as well. They're facing a number 12 uh, Alabama Birmingham we all know the stories about a five seed and 12 seeds how there's always upsets with mm-hmm. the 12 beating the fives there so we'll see um, if uh, Houston can get past uh, Birmingham here but I mean what are your thoughts dude Villanova they're a two seed which I've seen the last couple games in their conference tournament seems like they struggled at times also they got that kid Connor Gillespie that's pretty damn good but um, I don't know, man. I don't know if Villanova has what it takes to go that far. Michigan State doesn't seem as great as they usually are this year or every year with Izzo. I actually kind of like Davidson, maybe. I think this is probably the best team it's that Davidson. State. Davidson, I think this is one of the better teams they've had since a Stephen Curry team, you know. So watch out for that. I think uh, Michigan State might be on upset alert there, but 
I've talked enough, man. What are your guys' thoughts? The ACC actually is the this is like the first time in forever that I think the ACC has only had one team in the top four, uh, which is Duke and two seed. And the next closest seeding for the ACC is the eight seed in North Carolina. So ACC not faring too well this year. We saw Virginia Tech obviously pound Duke on that in that final game. And uh, Virginia Tech, I don't know if that's going to be like an anomaly that they just played good in that conference championship game or uh, if they if they really got something to compete. But um, ACC, your perennial, very good, you know, uh, conference, not really faring too well in uh, seeding this year. But what are your guys' picks, man? What do you guys think? I mean, if you guys want to give Final Four, Sweet 16, uh, I mean, have at it, man. It's, it's obviously well, going to be fun, I'll tell you that. What I see right here is that the Sweet 16 – couple of those games are in san francisco yeah that's right i think they're gonna at be the at the chase center yes, at the chase sir. center wednesday the 23rd it looks like two games are at the chase center it's pretty cool and what region cool. is that you're I saying i was just gonna ask that what region is that uh, west region in the west region so you might have a gonzaga playing there you might have a mm-hmm. uh, that Arkansas I'm talking about doesn't really look like we're going to have. Yeah. So there's there's three games. Looks like there's Thursday. Looks like Thursday is the two sweet 16 games. And then your one elite eight game would be. And they get an elite eight would be Saturday, right? Saturday, March. Yeah. Saturday, March 26th. Mm hmm. Yeah, would be at the Chase Center, one of the Sweet 16. Yep, if you're, yep. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, a chance to see who's in it. Michigan State's there, Alabama, Duke, Zags. Oof. That'd be pretty dope for sure. And then where's the Final Four at? The Final Four is in New Orleans. Oh, cool. Nice. I th- and, and they would probably play at the Mercedes Benz or, or whatever they, the, the, they call the. Whatever it's called this time, BMW. New Orleans, yeah. or BMW, yeah, whatever. Atlanta's, Atlanta's BMW or Mercedes? They're Mercedes. I, I think BMW might be uh, Saints. Yeah, they seem to always be changing their name. But yeah, mm-hmm. oh man, I'm excited. Shoot, I like that. I mean, I mean, I mean one, I'm one. not going to beat around the bush. I'm going to tell you that I don't have any like, you know, oh yeah. I'm like going to blindly pick i'm gonna spin a wheel and be like uh yeah this one or mm-hmm. i'm gonna pick like somebody else at your office and be like mm, i like purple over red so <laughs> you know like a bear would definitely beat an eagle so i'm gonna pick a bear you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna pick it like that so you know i'll tell you this much shooting fish i know i'm talking balls. crap about duke but they cost me an eight team damn parlay last oh, weekend no. that's why i'm kind of salty on them i mean Oof. dude i mean you have a chance Oof. to win a conference tournament in your coaches, your historic coaches last season of, you know, coaching and you're playing Virginia tech and they just put up a horrible fight, man. I just, uh, my buddy thinks I'm crazy. He still thinks that Duke is pretty good and don't get me wrong. That's one game, but I'm kind of salty off that, man. I was looking for a good, you know, what was it like? It was going to be a $600 payday off a $25 parlay. I went seven and one and all I needed Duke. I didn't even need the points. All I needed was them to win on the money line. And these assholes just, they just were, they were playing defense. I mean, I have to hand it to that kid, Cantor, whatever, that little, he was killing it for Virginia Tech, dude. He had 31 points of career high 
This dude hit like six or seven threes. I was just like, man, he just couldn't be stopped. I mean, it could have just been one of those games that really, you know, it was just an outlier. But I don't know if Duke was sleepwalking, but I've also heard by, you know, people that are smarter than me in this realm that Duke, you know, doesn't really deserve to be a two. But like I said, Tennessee's a three, and I think Tennessee has a better, you know, track record this year than Duke, and a lot of these teams might get in on names. Texas Tech University from Lubbock, another team that's usually pretty damn good, but yet they lost their coach, Chris Beard, to Texas. You know, we had TTU in that run. I think they made it to the Final Four. Uh, or did they even make it? Did they? I think it was the Final. I don't know if they made it to the championship. I think it was the Final Four, but they played pretty damn good, too, with Chris Beard. But now he's on Texas, so we'll see how they fare. But it's going to be fun, man. Baylor, our defending champs, another one seed. Um, do they? Can they defend their title over there in the East region? They're going to have to get through UCLA, that Chris Beard, Texas team that I mentioned uh, Kentucky. I think Kentucky is pretty damn good. Although I don't know, man, I, I kind of Kentucky's good, but they're just kind of that team. That's name kind of sometimes they kind of, you know, flop, but we'll mm-hmm. see, man. Um, so, so go ahead and give me everyone. Give me one upset as far as seeds is concerned. Can't be an, it, it cannot be an eight, nine. Cause that's barely a, an upset. If you pick a nine over an eight. So everyone give me a, up, an upset and we'll keep track of it for next week. One no, upset. All right, let's take a look real quick. Let's go know. with. Bum, 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 bum. I'm gonna go with that. Hmm. What are we gonna do? Well, I think I already. I think I might have told let's you go mine. With, uh, man. Virginia Tech over Texas. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mark. I'm gonna go with that Davidson over Michigan State, Michigan man. State. I like that one too. I was actually looking nice. at that one also. Hmm. Sorry, Draymond. <laughs> Sorry, Dream hmm. I see. like Colgate Colgate over Wisconsin. I don't Some know toothpaste? about nice. I don't know I don't know about the upset, but with the points, I think I forgot. Let me see. I um Colgate, Colgate. I think Colgate is gonna be like a ten point underdog or something. I think with the points, they have a decent chance. Of uh, covering that, man. Wisconsin is pretty good, but um, some of these, that's the thing with these college teams with basketball. Ooh, I got one. It's five guys. You don't really need, you know, the whole, a whole, like, whatever, 22 guy roster to be competitive. You got, you know, college basketball. You got, you know, look at that Stephen Curry, speaking of Davidson. Look at that Davidson team with Curry back in the day. You got one dude that can kind of carry you. And you can really be a contender, you know. I'm not saying you're going to win the whole thing, but you can contend for sure. Well, LeBron James is uh, proving that's not the case. So <laughs> let's see. Like so, that. so for sure, for sure, USC is beating Miami. I'm going to put that out there. And just because I love the name, let me go University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Good old Terrell Owens is Chattanooga's. Yes, sir. Yep. Let's let's take them number thirteen or a thirteen seat over the Fighting Illini, the stupid. Um, mascot of illinois nice thinking your, on that one your usc is in it also mike they're kind of i mean that's what i just said i said usc's for sure beating miami and let's also go with my uh you know i'm i have family up there so let's go montana state over texas tech <laughs> well you see you see what seed uh usc is right and if you know me you know what seeds i love playing for some reason in these <laughs> what, 10 over sevens seeds. 
No, I'm a seven seed guy and an eleven seed guy. I don't know why, man. It's just uh like so our seven seeds, we got Murray State, we got USC, we got uh, Ohio State, and Michigan State. Oh, man, I'm picking against the seven seed, aren't I? But 11 seeds, uh, we got um, – it's going to – oh, Rutgers in Indiana, an 11 seed in Iowa, that play-in game. Iowa over. State? Kind of like Rutgers tomorrow, State, actually. Virginia Tech, there goes Sean with an 11 seed. Oh, Virginia Tech is an 11 seed. Okay, over Texas. Okay, okay, I can dig it. Virginia right. Tech, they played pretty good defense, bro. I'm telling you. They played with heart in that conference game. I really, really liked what I saw from them. Okay, well, let's get into some NFL news. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will revisit March Madness next week. I don't want to spend too much time on it because, you know, yeah, it's going to be three hours. Like I said earlier, we have plenty to talk about. So NFL news, uh, the one and only Tom Brady, uh, he found out what it was like to live with uh, his kids by himself for a couple months, and now he's like, oh, screw that. I'm going to go ahead and go back to the NFL. Sorry. Or like what you were saying, Mark, he, he was driving around a little bit and he filled up a few tanks. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's how much for gas? Oh, babe, I got to go back to <laughs> – sorry, I got to go back, play another yeah. season or two. But I guess that's what the rumor is. I guess he's not truly retired. I guess he's going to come back and play for the Buccaneers. So I don't I don't really see – at this point in his life, in his career, I don't see that as like – I mean it's huge news because it's Tom Brady, but I just don't see the – you know, I don't see the, the old uh, – ticker moving you know yeah. like it just it doesn't truly help their odds like I, I still don't see them like the nfc is kind of down you know like russell wilson's now exiting um you know the quarterback situation in san francisco is kind of up in the air but there's I, th- I think they're still a better team la still a better team um you know green bay still a better team I, I i still think that they're not you know the juggernaut of the nfc they're one of the be- better teams, of course, with Tom Brady. But, yeah, it, it, it doesn't do anything for me as it would have seven to ten years ago, you know. I was more just waiting for that tweet to come out because, I mean, you kind of felt he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I he, You never felt like his retirement is like one of those, like, the goat just retired. It's like, oh, okay, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, see you in a couple of months. Go play your little golf, hang out with your kids for a while. You know, play another season, just go out the way he kind of went out and, yeah, it's like one of those things where he's going to play. He's going to be good. They're going to be one of the better teams. I like you. I don't see them as, oh, they're full oh, shoot. Now they're clearing away the Super Bowl favorite. I just don't see that. Like, yeah, they're still going to be a good team. I know they franchise Godwin. They brought back Carlton Davis. They got pretty much the same team. And you got Tom. I mean, it's not be stupid here. You still got Tom mm-hmm. Brady. But by the time, you know, the season starts at 45. You know, get a couple of hits on them. I mean, we say that every damn year, but I mean, I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I am just like you, Mike. I, I see them as a good competitive team, playoff team. I just don't see them as one of those. Oh, they're going to definitely be a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about some of these other um, uh, someone? Someone deals, knew something, you know? though. Someone knew something at the South Point, one of our favorite uh, sports book out there in the mm-hmm. desert, man. Um, some guy was dropping money at, you know, a couple days before this announcement at 50 to one, the guy came back and dropped more money at 30 to one. And then bam, a couple days later, um, you know, Brady announces his unretirement and, you know, was that for just his unretirement or was that for like 
opening no, day that starter was for the Tampa Bucks. Bay to win the Super Bowl. So they were like um, uh, fifty to one, and then they draw. He, you know, then they went to he he dropped a bunch of money. Then they went to thirty to one. I think they're sitting at um, what like twelve to one or something right now, something in that range. But I think that they're going to try to uh, investigate. I heard that the sports book might try to get into some investigation, trying to find out if he knew anything. But I mean, if <laughs> you're dropping all types of money at fifty to one, and uh, you know, there, there might have been something that that guy knew that obviously we didn't. Shout out to the poor guy, the poor bastard that 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 auction that won the auction on Tom Brady's last touchdown ball throw. Yeah, yeah. That was auctioned off for half a million, yeah. which is obviously not going to be his last touchdown thrown. So. Man, that poor so guy. Sorry for that sucker. Head, right? I mean, <laughs> 500000 to throw on a damn football. Bite it too early. <clears throat> too yeah. much, man. So the Raiders give uh, Max Crosby an extension. So Good for him. Glad, well deserved. Glad I'm glad they're actually keeping somebody, you know, because they're not doing a damn thing else. Um, let's see. Khalil Max back in the division, but not with the Raiders. So that's fabulous. Uh, this division. So Russell Wilson back in the division. <laughs> That's just back? fabulous. Yeah. Well, he was joining. You mean joining? Yeah, right. Joining the division. God. Sean's like, I'm glad he's out of my division. Dan, get that asshole out. Of here. Dude, he's he's a winner. He's. <laughs> you guys yeah, deal so. with him now. <laughs> oh, thanks. I don't, yeah. You know, I, just because he's on, I, you know, the Broncos. I think I think still have a couple questions that need to be answered. What do you mean like Randy Gregory? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just put them exactly. He'll play two years tops. You think Randy? You see, uh, Randy Gregory. Sources say that Randy Gregory flips on Dallas after agreeing to a contract, and he's joining the Broncos. So, yay! <laughs> well, I mean, dude, all the stuff that Jerry Jones did for him, all the suspensions, mm-hmm. all the drug abuse and stuff, and he kind of stuck by your side, and you agreed, and the next day you kind of say f you. I mean, I would want to play for Dallas too. He's a talented player. I, I say two years before he's suspended again. Maybe I'm right. cold blooded and cold hearted, but you know what? Proofs in the pudding, man. The guy does it yeah. every year. So the big, I mean, okay, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, yes. Tom Brady coming back to the Buccaneers, okay. But the big quarterback news is now that the charges have all been dropped it's against Deshaun Trubisky. Watson, who is going to get Deshaun Watson? Is it Atlanta? Is it Pittsburgh? You know, like what team is going to end up getting him? The, Saints, uh, the, four, the, the Falcons. Yeah, the Panthers 49ers have already here. said that they're not gonna. They're not going to. Um, inquire about uh, Watson. So San Francisco's off the board there. So what do you guys think? I think he might go. I think Atlanta's a pretty good spot for him, man. We all know that the AFC is kind of, you know, you know, drowning in quarterbacks and in, in talent right now. I think that him obviously probably joining the NFC South isn't the best with Brady coming back, but uh, Atlanta with Matt Ryan getting, you know, older, I think with, you know, Deshaun Watson kind of playing his collegiate ball down there in the South and kind of, you know, probably playing a bunch of games down there in Atlanta in college and being used to those domes and the turf and everything in between. I think that, you know, that's a pretty good landing spot, Atlanta, in my opinion, for Deshaun Watson. No Calvin Ridley. Nah, for a whole yeah, but... They you don't know, really have a, just, don't have really have not, a running game, do they? We're not talking. We're not talking. Deshaun Watson is going to get on Atlanta to make them Super Bowl contenders this year. I think it's get them on there, build for the future. Yeah. You know, um, he's young enough. Yeah, you know, learn from whatever. I don't know. You know, Matt Ryan. I guess guys getting he's, older. Yeah. Statue, but if you want to go to a top uh, five, top seven tight end, 
you know, in talent. If, so if he wants to go to a win now team, though, I definitely like the Saints with Kamara. Michael Thomas will probably even more want to stay. They already have a good defense. It could probably add another piece or two. I'm not going to say they're going to be a Super Bowl contender either, but they'll definitely be more of a playoff team. But, no uh, more Sean Payton, though. You got to remember that. Oh, also, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Who do they me, get though, as coach? Do we know? Yeah, Dennis Allen. Your, oh, your that's guys right. Coach. The DA. I I the dirty, thing, the, the though, dirty bro. DA, Ike, the dirty DA. <laughs> the thing about Deshaun, too, is sitting at a whole year and they're asking prices already set at least two first rounders. Like, bro, I don't know, man. I just. <sighs> because, like, yes. Okay. I want to put that out there. Yes, they were, you know, he was, you know, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. You know, he was acquitted on all charges or whatever, but like he was still charged. With 22 different counts of sexual assault, like, some's got to be there. He's coming with some kind of baggage. Like something's there. He's not. A, he's not a freaking. Oh yeah, I'm a freaking choir boy. You know, like come on, dude. He's slick he's, too, huh? He's slick. The massage freaking he's slick. slick Willie, guys, come slick. on now. Let's get into some. Uh, uh, let's get into some NBA real quick, guys. I want to. Huh? Uh, Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, let's get into some NBA real quick. The season's <laughs> dwindling down. Our Warriors obviously are the third seed now. They fell. They fall back a little bit with Draymond not participating. Albeit he made his his game. He made the game back last night, the first time in over a thousand days that the Splash Brothers yes, or sir. the Splash Trio have all played together. Nonetheless, Phoenix is killing it. They pounded the Lakers on Sunday night. They just won today as well. Um, you know, we got Memphis in the second seed. Sean, you're the you know the aficionado when it comes. Are you still playing uh, NBA fantasy or uh, since the kid came? I actually have to sadly <gasps> you have to buy the world as the first seed due to uh, my favorite complaint of back to backs and players sitting. And I don't want to make that an excuse, but I have been ousted in the first round of the playoffs as the first seed. Oh, wait. Oh, you guys are already in. Play- already? Yeah. Playoffs are already because playoffs is three weeks. And we try to just do it kind of a little bit after All-Star break. Because, I mean, there's just oh. basketball. I mean, if it was my way, you might as well do it in the first half of the season. There's just too many players sitting out back to backs. I literally hey, had, I think. Why do you play? Week, dude? That's stupid. I literally have like seven or eight total games loss of just players sitting because it's a back-to-back and it's like, just like in this in this day and age you you're better safe like you're safer just playing football like with like baseball no one's touching cal ripkin's record everyone sits for yeah. random ass reasons for basketball hockey probably you get some guys maybe i'm down for baseball by the off. way this year if you want to do it it's funny you brought that up because just for fun not, why not? not not to be as a sour so actually after that olsen trade I was randomly like looking at his numbers because they showed his numbers like Jesus. I would want this guy in fantasy. Like, hey, I kind of want to do fantasy baseball this year. That sounds like what? something. Fun. That's where it all started, right? Fantasy started in baseball, I believe. In baseball and football, yeah. Football, yeah. What do they call it? The, the 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 there was a name for the original. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. There was me, a name. Me and Sean used to play football and baseball on on a website called Sandbox. Yeah, it was before baby. it was before Yahoo, before ESPN, yeah, before Mike's CBS Sports. Kick our ass. You get hell of oh, that's know, a virtual right? reality now. Right. But hey, Sean, hey, set it up. Get your cousin in or get whoever else you think would would join like a eight to ten man league. And let's do it, man. We'll have a little online draft. We'll uh, we'll do it live here on the podcast, too. Let's do it, man. Yeah, your dad might have to football. I might be able to get him back in baseball. Who mm-hmm. knows? 
Yeah, let's do that. So, um, did you guys want someone to talk about NBA? Oh, yeah, NBA, dude. <laughs> uh, um, the the Warriors right now they're eight games behind the Suns. Um, Sean, do you you had Draymond come out today and pretty much say, "I don't give a damn what seed we're at. We're gonna win the championship." And dude, I I, I still believe that they're probably down to the third seed because this dude's been hurt. He means so much to the damn team. Yeah. I'm so glad that they didn't get rid of him. You know, they had all the rumors a couple years ago, like we should put him in a trade for this dude and that dude and whatnot. I don't give a damn. Don't trade the dude. He is what he is. But you know what? The dude can, you know, he delivers the ball. He he, he facilitates. He plays with heart. And, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of right there, dude, honestly, with with them, you know, probably contending, really, you know, they're I think, definitely contend, bro. I and think I, Phoenix, it's going to be hard, though, dude. Phoenix is damn good, man. Phoenix is damn good. They're damn good. No doubt about it. And they're defending Western Conference champs. And I don't think the Warriors even care about winning, you know, the West. During the season, the first seed. I don't even think they care about the second seed. Like Dre saying that, I actually really believe that. They're on a four game winning streak. The fourth game yesterday with Dre. Dre's coming back and he's just everything to that team. I mean, the leadership alone is something you can't teach. The screens he sets, he makes Curry and Clay a better player. Jordan Poole has been killing it lately for us. When our team is rolling, I mean, it sounds so biased, but I firmly believe there's no team that gels. No team that can execute better than our team in what we do. I don't know what it is about it. I just shit, man. When we won our first championship, not many people. Murray Spades, freaking Livingston. This ain't a championship team. You know what? I think this team's damn near better. When you Barbosa, really look at yeah. this roster, we're getting Wiseman coming back in the next couple of weeks. Like this team is getting hot at the right time. They're getting the reinforcements back at the right time. So, I mean, as long as they stay healthy, I don't care if down the road you start. Don't don't even care about the first seed anymore. It doesn't matter at this point. You get the top two, three. Hey, just get healthy. Be rolling. And, yeah, I'm with Dre on that. Like, I think we can win a championship, no doubt about it. But I will say that East is loaded with teams. That East is, yeah, pretty damn good. Miami Heat sitting at one. You're defending champ Bucks two and uh, two and a half games back. Seventy Sixers. You know James Harden with the addition there. He's been all right. I think you know. Um, you know they barely won in Orlando the other day. Had to go to overtime and won by like a bucket. I think the Bulls. This was the team with the Mar DeRozan with the MVP. You know caliber type in the beginning of the season. They're sitting you know four games behind. I thought that they're falling back a little Michael? bit. Boston's picked it up, but yeah, you're right, man. I man, who would have thought that the Nets, bro, the freaking Nets, bro, with Kyrie Irving dropping sixty today on that ass, you know, nine and a half games back, sitting in the eighth position, in the eighth seed. But yeah, I mean, man, you're right, Sean. I think the East might even be a little bit more competitive than the West. In the West, you know, I kind of see the Suns and the Warriors. And probably maybe maybe even Memphis. You know, Memphis has really had Golden State's number this year. But I think between those three teams is really where it's at when it comes to the East, man. You're right. I think that there could be a lot of at least five or six teams kind of, you know, going for that spot there. But the Heat are so much better when Butler is playing, you know, so he came back. Uh, We'll see, man. It's just uh, uh, I don't know. if Let me see if I got some odds real quick. If you guys want to continue, let me see if I can pull something well, up, see some futures. Well, one thing real quick. I want to mention: there's there's someone that's joined the chat. Uh, 
Stephen, Stefan, Stefan, I don't know how to really to pronounce your name, but uh, thank you so much for joining the chat. He says he has a trivia question for us. Ooh, so, Sean, are you ready, to, you ready to stump the Schwab? Yeah, my hands are so, here. Just so you know, I'm so, not typing it up to yeah, look so it we up. Won't, we won't look anything up, but uh, Stephen, Stefan, go ahead and post your uh, your question if you got it. So we'll go ahead and continue, continue with our conversation, and we will wait for, for Mr. Burnett. The Bernays. Sun's uh, about 4-1, to one, Golden yeah. State looking at about 5-1, to one, the Nets as well, the Bucks 7-8-1, to one, the 76ers as well. Um, you know, those are the top teams in the 10-1 in the to one range. You got Miami Heat, and then after that, the Celtics, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, the Bulls. I mean, if you're looking for value, I wouldn't go past the Mavericks, although I don't think they can win it. But if you're looking at the Bulls, 30 to 1, you know, stay in the top five, Mark. Stay in the top five. Is that what it might? Yeah, come on, come on, stop five. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You gotta lose no money. Don't be like, I mean, if you're looking for value, you ain't going no money. That's the NBA for you. If you're looking for some value in the NBA at this point, I'd probably have to go with the Heat because, you know, they're 10 to 1, but they're also sitting first in the East. So that's probably the value that I'd be playing. Or Brooklyn Nets, not much value, but 5 to 1 sitting in the eighth seed. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, Kyrie Irving's not going to be able to play home games Simmons, in the Simmons, damn Simmons coming back. Don't worry. They're going to change the law just in time for the playoffs, and Simmons is going to come back. Oh, they're going to compete. <laughs> oh, come on now. Who else is going to happen? What was that thing that Kyrie was he was sitting inside his own arena yeah. for it, like a college don't basketball get me game? Don't <laughs> sorry, get me sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, he don't actually started, went dude. to the Knicks, New Jersey. <laughs> Nonsensical game bullshit. On the other side bro. of the bridge to watch the game. He's at the game. That's oh, right. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. okay. Cool. Yeah. Can't make this up, man. You can watch I mean, the game in the stands, but you can't play on the court. Does that make any damn sense? If he played for another team, if he played for the Rockets and he it's came okay. into town, he'd be able to play on the exact same court, but he can't play because he plays he, he lives in place for New York. It's all bullshit, it's dude. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy against yeah, the Nets. Stuff. And you heard right. Kevin Durant talking out about it. I don't know if you saw that, but Kevin Durant mm-hmm. was pretty vocal about it, which uh yeah, I like. You need people to start being vocal about it and just stand up to this idiocy that's going on, man. It's just Dumb, really yeah. dumb. Well, you know, this is dumb is the whole beginning of this baseball season. But you know what? We're finally going to have it. And it what is. else is dumb is the front office of the Oakland Athletics, because you're a billionaire, yet, David, because yet, yet again, you know, yep. The Fisher group strike again. They don't want to pay their players. So making trades and getting prospects. Ooh, let's, let's go and give a Razor Ramon gift like, ooh, you know, like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, you, fuck you around pick. like that. Yeah, right. But you know, you knew that was going to happen, pretty much. So, I mean, but you have a lot of people tra- being traded, a lot of signings. Rizzo's back with the Yankees on a thirty-two million dollar contract. You have uh, Colin McHugh joining the Braves with uh, Matt Olson after the trade to the A's. Matt Olson also getting a huge payday from them. Um, I mean, shoot, what else? What else, Sean? Strasburg, of judge. course, is not pushing it. He's going to be ready when he's ready. Fernando Tatis Jr. Uns- yeah, Fernando Tatis Jr. Unfortunately, he uh, fractures his wrist. He's going to be out up to three months. I'm so excited that Ronald Acuna Jr. is back. So I mean, dude, I, like real. I mean, he was he wasn't even there last season, right? That's like the scary part. He, didn't he wasn't even there. Like right before the All Star break is when he tore his ACL, and they still won a World Series. <laughs> that is unbelievable. So I mean, 
it's exciting. But uh, but what'd you say about the Giants? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, we signed Rondone, the pitcher from the White Sox, the lefty All Star pitcher. So oh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy yeah, we okay. added him. Definitely added Carlos. Yeah, I'm happy we That's added him pickup. actually because he are actually they... had really are... good numbers. It was either him or Gossman bringing him back, but Gossman wanted the long term deal. Rondone they... gave him like a two year deal, which is, it's safe. Mm-hmm. You never know if this guy's gonna be just kind of like a one hit wonder. So I actually really like it. Are they letting Bryant go? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, God, uh, please let him go because he's going to oh. get overpaid. He's going to get yeah. overpaid. No disrespect. I mean, Brian's Brian, but he's going to get overpaid. Uh, he was all right for us. He had some all right hits. He was, you know, playing in different places, platooning, but the kid got to go, man. I don't know. Chris Bryant, I think he's a little overrated. Yeah. He was like MVP was watching... in his first couple of years, but. That's true. Cool. I was watching. Um... God, was it intention, intentional talk? The one on MLB Network. I think. Yeah. Is that Kev, is that Kevin Millar or, or who's the? I am Millar. Yeah, Millar. Right. So so he's on there, <clears throat> and they were saying that you know possible destinations for all these really? uh, free agents, and they said for him it's the Mets. The Mets are spending money like there's like there's no tomorrow. So so maybe that's a destination for him. Dude, those Mets, bro, got your guy, your guys's boy Bassett, who I know talking to Aaron, one of our. Uh, loyal listeners i mean i agree with them he's Aaron a right silent here. killer yep aaron's on the chat right now he's asking if we're doing sports talk yes we are sir you just missed the nba but we've got uh baseball and nascar coming up so but if you have a question or a comment go ahead that? do we got that trivia in. question where's stefan you, know, you know what stefan is is i don't know i don't know where he is at he he showed up and has a trivia question for you he says a trivia question for you four so i don't know if he knows that razor ramon's dead but <clears throat> But yeah, so it's just us three. So if you're still on, sir, please give us that trivia question because we're we're excited to answer it. Go I ahead, will John. say that I will say that's probably become arguably the best rotation three man off top in the NL, and I'm gonna be pushing maybe freaking baseball. Chris Bassett, DeGroom, and Scherzer. That's gonna be nasty. Yeah. That's God damn, that's a whole, that's a lot of that's a lot DeGrom. of money right, just right there. Degrom. Oh, De, yeah, Degrom. Apologies. Yes. <laughs> when he goes to the barber shop, he's Degrom. Dude. <laughs> when he goes to pet, when he goes to PetSmart to get the damn <laughs> right. But no, I, I, you know what? It's it's so funny you say that, Sean. Like all these transactions and stuff, even though the A's shafted themselves. But all these news of these guys returning and we actually getting a baseball season, that fire inside of me starts again, you know, of just like me and having baseball is still my favorite sport, right? And you know what? Of course, I, I have zero time for it, but I, I'm all for a fantasy year. So go ahead and let gotta, me know. I got to ask you guys a question because you guys are both the Ace fans. And I actually want to reference oh, a God. tweet I've seen from one of our past interviewees, Casey Pratt. Oh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And it drives me crazy to even think about that. But it's kind of like, I guess I kind of get it. He says any season until the stadium situation is basically pointless. It doesn't even matter, basically. Getting a stadium is the number one priority. We can lose, basically. I mean, he didn't say the best part, but it almost seems... I agree. I completely agree, dude. You're not not an ace fan, so you don't understand, bro. I completely agree. We're not going to compete, bro. People don't want to come here. Hitters don't want to How do you say you don't compete if you've made the playoffs? How do you say you're not going to compete? Okay, but players don't want to come. You saw the damn guy that got traded from Atlanta that had to say sorry because he was like pretty much, oh, damn, I can't believe I'm getting traded to the A's. He was all butter. Players don't want to come here, dude. 
we when need a sign when you're trading for players at that level i get it but the a's have you've made the playoffs you've made okay we make the playoffs bro and you've won three world series in the last 12 years and bro. i sound hella we don't care about fuck, we don't care about playoffs dude we want to like you know, we make the playoffs. What? We play a play-in game. Lester can't throw over to first base. We lose. We play this. We lose. You know what I mean? It's just like, I want to get into the damn World God Series, damn it, bro. I just think, too, though, one th- I think, I guess, because I think of it like A's make the playoffs, the, the Detroit games in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I've watched, I watched every one of those games, and I've seen that stadium packed. And in the end, it's true. You need a new stadium. I'm not going to say, oh, you can fill that oh, stadium. Oh, it's packed seat. for the playoffs. Of course it's of packed course. for the playoffs. I know, you got I know. Eight, 7,000 people there on a weekly night. You know, it's just... It's, it's only packed for three things. It's packed for uh, four things. Opening day, the Giants, the Yankees, the Yankees, Yankees. and playoffs. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Just... Not the Red Sox. And it's like, and it, not and the we're not Dodgers. even talking about... We're not, we're not even talking about, okay... When it's not packed, you're getting, you know, whatever. You're not even getting fifteen thousand. You're not getting twelve thousand. We're getting it's like, like seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, no, no, no. That I get. It's just like I don't know. Like, to me, it's one of those like in the end, let the let the politics, let the upper house take care of that. Your coaching, your players, your GM. You still have a job. Put the best product on the field. No, no, no. I don't. I, I, I don't understand. The part of it of not being a Hayes fan and the way you guys are going. I understand it. You know why? Because they're revamping. If they would have, if they would have kept Melvin and then started dumping players, yeah. then I would have understood. Like, okay, Melvin's why? Dope. But Car- they Car- revamp. They got a coat. Yeah. They got a new manager. They're yeah, they're revamping, it's, it's bro. It's a complete it's, fire sale. Yeah, this is what you know. We knew it was coming. This is what they do, and they might suck for two, three years, and hopefully they get good again in three or four, but. It's just the let's reality see, but, we face as Ace fans, man. Let's see, but the see, odds are is we're probably not going to suck that bad. They never, you know, do. like like they're going to. I mean, now that m- might have had you know to do with Melvin, and who knows what Kotze is going to do. But you know, we put playoff teams on the field with what we've got. You know, we've what never about had that a, Mets we, roster? We, though we've never had a roster like yeah, like a Yankees roster, or a Red Sox roster, or a Dodgers roster. Like we've never had that kind of roster, but we still put a, pl- a playoff product on the field the majority of the time over the last twenty years. Like we've been, we've made the playoffs. I think you know half of the years in the last twenty years, if not more. more you know, that. we went to me, me and you had season tickets to plenty of years. We were making the playoffs. You know, we've made the play up playing games. You know, we've won divisions. So it just can't bring home. Who a else is, they got they dumped Canna also. Canna's on the Canna and Marte and Bassett all went to the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. Canna, Bassett, Marte, um all the good yeah, ones. Ollie, they're all gone. We still got Chapman. Poor Chapman. Chapman needs to get out of town too. <laughs> Chapman uh, Chapman I think had the least amount of trade value out of all of them. He's hella good at fielding, but his hitting to me is hella overrated. He's cool, but his defense is what he's known for. Like Eric yeah. Chavez. He's an Eric Chavez. Eric Chavez is solid, though. He'll give you, man, he, he was cool. I don't know. Eric Chavez was Chavez. 240, 250. Ooh, yeah, it's a lot better than 230. Yeah, I mean, but I yeah, would, though, who knows? either way, baseball, the fire is there for sure. I mean, it doesn't matter who your team is, I think. It's, it's baseball season. Yeah, fantasy, you just tell me where to sign, bud. 
Yeah. Just tell me where to sign. So you know, like what I was saying to Margot real, real quick last thing, what I was saying to Mark too is like before like, when all the drama Mark was like, there's, <laughs> <laughs> with all, like the drama this season, I still agree with like what Mark said, like oh baseball is America's pastime, like past, like the politics, how bad it's really gotten. But the actual play, the players, the going to a stadium, the Watching them play, that will always be there. I mean, we grew up playing literally, so you, I don't know. It's always Dodgers seven to one, Blue Jays eight to one, Astros about nine to one. Blue Jays Yankees, ain't winning a World Series. Don't waste your money, huh? Blue Jays ain't winning a World Series. Don't waste your money. Mets ten to one, the White Sox with the run run list. Uh, White Sox eleven to one. Your defending champion Braves twelve to one. I thought they'd be higher, especially with getting Ollie. Um, Padres with uh, the new manager there and Mister uh, Bob Melvin twelve to one. Your San Francisco Giants twenty to one. And Sean, I mean Mike, our Oakland Athletics sitting at a mere sixty to one. There's some value right there, brother. I'll be it. We're sitting higher than our Texas Ranger counterparts there. But uh, a little bit lower than our thirty to one uh, Angels and Seattle Mariners, man. Ah, Texas uh, Rangers, the franchise has gotten like three new stadiums in the time that we've had one. Right. We've never got a new stadium. What are you talking about? That's what I mean. When, <laughs> when we we've won. never had a new stadium. That I stadium that. was built for football, and they're playing there, and it's still the same, dude. It, it's a disaster, dude. That's a whole different conversation. That for a whole other day, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Since they've been there in '68, I think the Rangers have played in three or four different stadiums. So, yay! And how many World Series have they won in that time? Absolutely none. <laughs> Goose egg. They went to one, 2010. We know we all know who that what how that happened or <laughs> how that ended up, but you know in a couple of weeks we'll be talking about it. Uh, the opening I, you game, know so. what? At the end of the day, after all this lockout crap, after all this, at the end of the day, I'm excited that we're getting it back because it is America's pastime. It is the sport that you get every day through the summer. Check on it every day. You maybe throw a wager on it if you see a little bit of value and a little bit of an edge every day. And it's just you know it's something that is embedded into at least my heart and I'm pretty sure your guys is as well. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited that it's back. I know that I kind of get like this with every sport, right? Even as big as I am with college football, I'll admit, man, like sometimes I don't even pay attention to nothing that's going on, man. The minute the freaking, you know, the minute that it starts in college football, that very first week and, you know, in September, man, I'm all about it. And I feel the same way about MLB, dude. As much as I it used to be my favorite sport, followed all the analytics, just to go to the A stadium and just, you know, by myself, get some seeds, put on my radio, listen to the broadcast, grab a brew. You know, it's just um, I, I'm, I'm excited that it's coming back, man. I'm not as big into it. Family has played a big part in that. Can't go to as many games as you and I used to go to, Mike, 25 games a year and whatnot and s- stay around for all the free giveaways. And mm-hmm, it's just right. it's it's tough sure. now. But I mean, my heart's still in baseball, man. We all know when it comes down to the playoffs, it's always fun. Yeah, for sure. Let's get into our last segment of the night. Uh, as we round out the podcast, let's get into NASCAR. So last week we had a new winner. We've had two winners so far in the first, what, what have we had? Four races, two out of the four winners so far this year. It's been their first win in the Cup Series. So you had um, you, know, you have Chase Briscoe winning last week, mm-hmm. first win in his career, number 14 car for um, Stuart Haas Racing. He wins over in, 
what the hell were they last week? Phoenix. Phoenix, that's right. <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> Watching the movie, I only got to watch uh, half of the race because uh, I was in the movie theater for the first half. So now we head all the way to the East Coast, all the way to Hotlanta for the newly paved Atlanta Motor Speedway. Um, what do we have here? So we looking at some stats here. It's another mile and a half cookie cutter, but who knows all those past stats might be thrown out of the window because of this new pavement. Uh, since February of 2019, you have Kyle Bush up there, Martin Truex, you know, the usual suspects, uh, as far as, you know, finishing there. Um, I know Ryan Blaney, he won, uh, this specific race last year. I mean, I think this was one that Kyle Larson was winning like the whole damn race. And then with, uh, 20 laps left, uh, he he led up to uh, Ryan Blaney, and he ended up taking the win oh, in his man. first of two races. So what do you guys think for this uh, race this weekend down in Atlanta? Chase Brigham is hot out of brass. The Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. We all know how good Happy Harvick is and Kevin Harvick sitting at 14-1 to to win this race. Um, he came pretty close. Obviously, his best racetrack in Phoenix with nine wins overall. They are down in the desert. He 18 couldn't. straight top tens. Yeah. He, he, ties, he ties Petty, uh, Petty and Earnhardt. Earnhardt. At, and, and that racetrack was the same, like Wilkesboro or something like that. Damn. Yeah. North it, Wilkesboro. Think, yeah, North Wilkesboro. They both won 18 in a row. So if Kevin Harvick finishes One the top, or top 10. Top 10. So if Kevin Harvick finishes top 10 in his next Phoenix race will be the championship race, then he'll break the record. Ha- he'll break the record of consecutive top 10s awesome. at a specific racetrack. So, yeah, pretty cool. Big respect. Just wanted to show, throw that in there. I'm excited for this race, actually, because we know how bad they we, we know how long they held off to pave this racetrack. It's mm-hmm. been like it's been man for years. They've been talking about it for like four or five years about repaving it. And they've been holding off, holding off. Holding mm-hmm. off, and they finally had to do it. This thing is gonna be mad quick, um, with a new car on it and everything. Who knows exactly how it's gonna go? I expect the speeds to be really, really high. I hope it's not follow the leader. It could possibly be that way, just because of the you know not not them. They don't know too much about the track, but um, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, I think they re. I don't know if they just repaved it or if they reconfigured I don't think they reconfigured it much. If they did, they might have changed the banking in it a little bit. But mm-hmm. I don't think they I don't think they might I don't think they messed with it too much. If they didn't mess with it too much and it's gonna be really fast, I'd expect Harvick to actually still be pretty decent at this track. They call it the Har- they call it Harvicking when he sits and rides that white line on the bottom. So mm-hmm. I think that he can still be pretty good here. Um, but what can I say, man? What can I say about these young guns? How can I, you know, Ross Chastain, Briscoe, that obviously won last week. Yeah, Cindric, you know, you know, Cindric's you know, been, you know, uh, I don't know how good he'll be here. I think he he's better on other tracks, but I mean, I mean, Eric Jones was good until he DNF'd like later in the race. Eric Jones, man, I must have jinxed so, him. The guy's been pretty good mm-hmm. this year, but he's uh, he gets in these like late late race. Yeah. uh cautions lately but he's been doing pretty good tyler Tyler reddick has been a beast jj reddick (laughs) yeah i mean surprisingly there's only six current drivers who actually have wins all time in atlanta mm -hmm. and there's nobody with a who currently drives in the cup series who has who has an 
a all-time average of a top Damn. 10 finish. You're right. You got it. Hamlin. Right. Let me yeah, tell Hamlin you. Hamlin was Kyle. Bush. Uh, Hamlin, Harvick, Bush, Kislowski. Two. Kislowski has two. I have. So I got two more. So you, so you have Hamlin with one. You have Kyle Bush with two. You have Kislowski with two. And you have Hamlin. Harvick with three. So the other winners, uh, I know, I know, Logano hasn't won there. Uh, I just gave you one of them earlier. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, he but, he won he won this race last year over Larson. Won. Oh, Larson won it last year. No, he no. he won it over Larson. I oh, who the hell won it last year? Not Blaney. Yeah, Blaney's yep, got. That's he, right, Blaney won it. And the, and the, and then who's the sixth? And he this and this person Truex. actually has the. No, this nope. no. This person actually has the most wins yep. of of current cup drivers at yes. Atlanta. He's on a new Yeah, yeah he's yeah. on a new he's on a new on team. A I don't I don't want to give oh, it away. Bush. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Bush. Four wins at Atlanta. Yes, so who knows how his Toyota yeah. is t- number one Toyota is gonna uh uh drive. But yeah, no, I'm excited for this one. Definitely. I was like uh, the idea of a new paved track. I love the speed. I know the young guns are about to be showing up for sure, too. Yeah, yeah I like for that. Sure. It's cool, too, because I think we're going to be kind of steering away from that conversation. You know how it's in the last couple of years when we talk about NASCAR, it's always like, oh, yeah, it's probably going to be Bush or Truex or or Logano or Bowman. You know, it's going to be like it's always one of 10 drivers. Right. But who? shoot, we, we didn't think Cindric was going to win the Daytona 500. I don't think any of us thought that Briscoe was going to win at Phoenix last week. But here they are. You know, they're not only performing at a high level in most of these races. They're actually winning races. Right. You know what? Briscoe actually showed me something, dude. I definitely thought Chase was going to catch him, beat him. You me know, too. Dude, I thought so, too. Yeah, oh, man. I mean. I don't know if it was lap traffic. I don't know if it was the car falling off, but I did not think that, you know, Briscoe was going to be able to fend him off and win that race. But here we are, man. It's just I don't know if it's the new car. I don't know if it's just a lot of new things going on, but I love what I see at the end of that race. You know who came in first, second and third? It was Chase Briscoe, Ross Chastain and Tyler Reddick. I mean, that's crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that I wouldn't have expected. But I love it because I can't as much as I love my Penske's, the Hendricks, it gets old, man. I love to see a Chastain up there. I love to see a Suarez, mm-hmm. albeit, you know, he kind of gets messed up, you know, but I, I love all this different stuff going on. It's just this sport is too big. There's too much, you know, there's too many different types of fans and too many people in it to just see the same shit. And if you're if you want to attract new people into this sport, not just fans, not just I mean, like owners and car owners and sponsors, you can't just have the same five guys winning all the damn time. Right. I mean, it gets old unless it's your driver winning all the time. But, you know, even me, if like Legano's winning every week, it's like, okay, I like it. It's my driver. But we need parity in this sport. And to see these young guns like really come up and start doing it and to see like a guy like Kislowski, obviously on a whole new team, RFK racing that he's a part owner of kind of struggling on the West Coast swing, which I kind of had a feeling was going to happen because Roush just hasn't been performing that good in a lot of recent years. But in my opinion, to see, you know, Christopher Bell up there pretty doing pretty good, you know, and qualifying and 
and practices and whatnot. And just, you know, just I like the young guns, dude. I like the different, you know, what we're getting out of this sport. I think it's bringing a lot of new eyes to it. And, uh, you know, it's just it's something that I like to see. So hopefully the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500, which is going to be the last time that I think they're sponsoring it because they're going to pull out after 12 years of sponsoring this uh, race. Uh, next year, it's going to be something else, probably like Welcome to Georgia or Come Visit Georgia 500 or something. <laughs> I don't know. But right. um, yeah, the, Chick dude, just... the Chick-fil-A 500. <laughs> Hey, get! I'll take a Chastain win. I'll take a, you know, I'll take a Reddick win this week. Keep it rolling. You got Chase Briscoe with a win, and you got Cindric with a win already this year, man. It's great. I mean, I mean, we're gonna have that conversation that we had last year. Remember all those, you know, winner, 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 and then after the the Briscoe, the Briscoe, the Bristol Dirt Race when Logano won, we had X amount of drivers. We're like, are we really gonna have over sixteen? I think we may be close to having this conversation again this year too is after the first 10 12 races are we going to have nine 10 different drivers you know what i'm saying so we're like dude are we going to get 17 or more drivers like some of these guys are better perform on a consistent basis because if you're number 17 you're odd man out buddy sorry so depends on the points logano yeah. currently leading the points with no wins yep Damn. that's crazy how the hell you do that just Average finishes and stuff. Just well, yeah, you're leading the points. You got the best points, but you're not locked into the playoffs or whatnot. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Logano leaves Phoenix as the point points leader. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Best thing about the season so far is a full weekend of NASCAR racing. You have like the like like Friday truck races, but you also have all the Xfinity and Cup Series practices and qualifying like mixed into there. Oh, I love that one. That's all on my. It's it's not. Is it only fifteen minutes practice though? Well, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's getting back to normal, you know, it's start, it's slowly starting to, you know, so I'm all for it. So yeah, yeah, everyone enjoy the race on Saturday. Everyone enjoy March madness. You have hopefully more NFL news, more MLB news as the season approaches. Yeah. Let's episode 146 is now come to a close. Thank you so much for tuning in. However you're tuning in fellas, send us off. Uh, 146 was too much fun. But it made me realize how much crap there is going on in the world, guys. March Madness, obviously the NASCAR races and the fun parody going on. NFL free agency, baseball is back and all the trades going on with that. Obviously, the Batman is out. All the great comic books, which you should be getting every Wednesday from your local comic book shop. And of course, every Tuesday night, tuning in with the Comic Bookies podcast. We appreciate you guys. Good time hanging out with you guys. Keep engaging. Mike will definitely give you guys all the social medias as well as ways to reaching out to us. And again, just keep supporting the pod. We love you guys. That's right. That's right, man. Thank you, Sean. I love the way you put it. Nonetheless, we got one day. We got 13 hours, four minutes, and 15 seconds left <laughs> till the tournament kicks off. I got the ticker count down right now on ESPN. But yeah, man, we are here. This has been episode 146, man. It's fun. It's fun. I know we've been kind of, our schedules have been crazy lately. You get Sean one week, you get him the next week. I don't come on one week. You get Sean and Mike one week. We're all kind of mixing and jumbling and all this stuff right now, but we try to deliver every week. You know, we might take a week off here and there, but we've got busy lives. We got jobs. We got wives. We got kids. We got everything in between. And we trying to make some money on here. So, uh, 
yeah, man, this is 146. Thank you. Check us out always on the comic bookies at all social media. You know, if you want to leave us a email, if you want a book for us to review, I know we got one of those, I think, coming up. Mike, you sent us that. That one of the guys is going to be uh, maybe not a spoiler, but there's uh, a fun uh, guy coming up that might have a big uh book coming out soon with a big publisher mm-hmm. that we're going to try to get him on. I know it's yes, been a sir. while since we've gotten some interviews. We kind of been slacking on that, but man, the pandemic came, so we got excuses, but nonetheless, dude, uh, we thank everybody, everyone that's tuned into the chat, everyone that's left of a message, everyone that listens to us. We appreciate you guys all. This is tournament time. This is March Madness. Sports are in full gear. Make sure you go out and watch the Batman so we can review it with you. I'm sure Sean will watch it by this weekend. So hopefully we can talk about it next week. But yeah, thank you guys. We love you. Um, Mike, take us away, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much. It's always good to have all three of us on the show. Uh, Just to give an update over the last 10 episodes, we have a little bit of a jumble of the top five downloaded areas of the United States. But, of course, the San Francisco Bay Area is uh, supreme. L.A. is number two. Nashville, Tennessee, over on the other side of the country, is number three. Coming in at number four is Des Moines, Iowa. So we're West Coast, East Coast, Midwest. We're everywhere. And finally, our favorites are one of our favorite cities in the whole wide world. Las Vegas, Nevada is in running at the top five. But, yeah, for Sean, for Mark, this is Mike. This has been the Con Boogies podcast. Uh, again, we're working on hopefully sponsoring someone else's show. So we're going to hopefully give you some great news coming up in the coming weeks. But, yeah, like I just said, for Mark, for Sean, this is Mike. This is episode 146 of the Con Boogies podcast. Enjoy the sports, all of the sports. Enjoy the comics and enjoy each other. Peace the hell out. Have a great weekend. See you all next week. Peace. Peace. And always enjoy each other. And enjoy March Madness, baby. Dickie V, baby. Let's go. Cancer free, Dickie V. Yes, sir. Let's go, baby. We love y'all. Comic Bookies 146. Share it. And we love y'all. Peace. <laughs>